Hello, and welcome to the Jesus and a Cup of Joe podcast, the show that brings you a conversation about Jesus, the Bible, and life. Here is your host, Royce Bottoms. Hey, I want to welcome all of you to Jesus and a Cup of Joe. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to spend it with me. Hope and pray you're having a fantastic day. You've got your great cup of Joe, and you're ready to go. I hope you guys are having a fantastic day on a Saturday. I know it's been a minute since I got on the Wisdom app and I did uh, the podcast, but I wanted to get on here today and share some some thoughts and and share some stuff that uh, that's going on with Jesus and a cup of Joe. First, let me uh, let me go ahead and get this out of the way, get all the housekeeping out of the way. Um, I am supporting a program, a fundraiser, I guess, if you should say. It's called uh, Stop Soldiers Suicide. And what it is, is um, it's a program that's designed to help soldiers who are struggling. Okay. And it's a cause that I, I, I truly believe in. And so I just, I decided to get behind this program and, and really um, help get out and try to do some fundraising for this program. And just to give you some some background on it, it is a 503C. Um, it is a nonprofit organization. It's been around since 2010. It was actually started um, by uh, three veterans, okay? And because they lost some friends in the service, um, these these Army vets got together and they decided to come up with this this program and it's been a fantastic program. It's been out helping a lot of people. Um, and so what I decided to do and what I wanted to do was get involved with bringing awareness to our soldiers, our men and women in uniform that is, uh, taking their lives. And it's, it's, it's a sad, it's a sad situation, honestly. And, uh, so, now, you guys know me here at Jesus and a Cup of Joe, um, but I also do some online streaming. I, I stream under the uh, gaming tag of Fools72, and that's how I set up to do the fundraising. And so what I'm asking is uh, the people when I'm streaming and, and things like this, I'm trying to raise $200. Um, it may be a low, low goal, but I've never really tried to do much fundraising so I decided to just do 200. Now, if we go above 200, fantastic. Um, but just to uh, give you some background, I'm trying to trying to pull up this information real quick so um, you would understand what's going on. So their goal is to uh, reduce the military suicide rate by 20, 30, by 40%. And that's saving 2,400 uh, lives per year. And veterans, they they have a no greater risk than suicide than other Americans because think about it: these men and women are coming home, whether they've been deployed or whether they've uh, they're stateside or wherever they're stationed. You know, their mental health crisis, mental health is a disease, and I can tell you, um, my own experience with this is. Uh, back when I when I served the first time in in the early nineties, um, from ninety 
to about 94-ish, no, 91 to 95, 96-ish, give or take. And I served, and I was with the United States Army. I was active duty. And being away from home, I mean, not even talking deployments, but just being away from home, it, it, does, a, it does a number on you. It takes a toll on you. And so, you know, yes, you have you have brothers and sisters in the military. You have friends and stuff that you meet and, and so on and so forth. But it's those moments, man, when the doubt and everything creeps into your life and when the darkness creeps into your life. And that's what I I, I struggled with. Um, there was moments in my life. I mean, I can share them today. Um, they're not proud moments, but I can share them today. There was moments where, you know, I thought about it myself. Um, I, I had a couple of deployments behind me. I was young. I was thought I was invincible, but the darkness started creeping in. All right. But with that being said, you know, back in those days, there was no such thing as going to get uh, help. And because the reason why is if you went to seek help, you were considered pretty much weak in the military back in those days or they could put you out for being unfit. So, and unfortunately I've seen, um, you know, battle buddies of mine, friends of mine in the military, I've seen them take their own lives and I've seen what the destruction is of suicide. Okay. Because we gotta, you, we gotta understand something. Okay. Veterans and service members are 50 to 57% more likely to die by suicide than anyone in the civilian world. All right. The suicide rate in the military is one and a half times the national average rate. And since 2001, more than 120,000 veterans and service members have died through suicide. All right. Suicide is the second leading cause of death among post 9-11 veterans. And military suicide deaths are projected to be 20 three times higher than the number of post 9-11 combat deaths by 2030. So that's why I'm getting behind this, uh, this great organization. It's called Stop Soldier Suicide. And I really hope that you guys are able to, to help out because like I said, I'm, I'm doing a fundraiser for them. Um, and if you want to, you can go to uh, my site that I set up through uh, Tiltify, and it's tiltify.com slash at full72, and that's my gaming tag is full72 because I do some online gaming, um, and I will put a link in the uh, description on the podcast today, and for the ones on the Wisdom app, um, I will find a way to put it in my description so everyone can go and, and take a look. Now, they officially start this gaming. They call it 30 Hours of Gaming uh, to raise awareness, and it starts on the 17th, and it goes for 30 hours. And so I plan on uh, participating in that gaming, uh, different games like Call of Duty, stuff of this nature, for about 30 hours to raise awareness. So I, I really hope you guys can um, get out and, and help support um, this, this great cause. Now, remember, you know, being able to, to, to do great things for veterans is fantastic. Now we'll share this information with you guys. Since 2010, more than 3,500 service members and veterans have been served by this organization. 
right? The duration of care for the clients is about eight and a half months. And right now to date, they have zero active clients who have died by suicide. 97% of the program graduates uh, reduce the risk and become stable in, tw- by in I'm sorry, in 2021, they delivered over 17,000 hours of care to the clients. Okay. So in 2021, they saved 147 lives, which is equivalent to an army infantry company. So that should hopefully motivate you guys to, to say, Hey, this is something I want to do because you know what? Suicide is, is, is an ugly business. We've, we've all been touched, whether it's friends, family, or close uh, acquaintances, we've all been touched by, by suicide. Okay. So definitely I'd, I'd love to see you guys get behind this and, and help me out. Okay. So now I'm going to switch gears and get into it because this kind of, this kind of goes hand in hand. Okay. Because today, um, this episode, it's called 10 things God's voice will never say to you. All right. So the first thing is God's voice will never deny Jesus Christ. And we know this from John 3, 16, for God so loved the world, he gave his only son for whoever believes in him will never perish, but have eternal life. So we got to understand that, that, um, Jesus Christ is fully God and fully human and that he's God's son. He is the salvation that came for us. All right. There are voices in the world that are trying to convince us as Christians that Jesus is not the way to God or to heaven. But rest assured, any voice that tells you that there's other other avenues to get to God is not from the Lord. All right. God will never ask you to place your faith in another savior. John 3.16. All right. So first and foremost, God will never deny Jesus. God will never tell you that there's some other way to get to heaven other than through his son, all right? God's voice will never uh, demean or demoralize you. Hebrews 12, 10, for the discipline in us is a short time. It seems to be best to them, but he disciples us for our good so that we may share his holiness. You know, God will rebuke and, and he will push off those things because you know what God has never been the one that sits there and says you know what you're not worth it you're not you're not worthy you're not my child you're you're nothing to me go away he's never done that he does quite the opposite he's the one that sits there and says come to me come to my son come and and rest come and find me and find this rest all right He will never demean or demoralize his children. He will never put you down. He'll never intentionally hurt you. God loves you. He pours his love upon us as a loving father would. Any voice that demeans or demoralizes you, I guarantee you is not from God. God's voice will never instruct you to sin. Romans 6, 1 and 2, it says, What shall we say then if we continue to sin so that the the grace may increase? May it never be. How shall we die in sin and still live in it? Let me tell you. First and foremost, God will never tell you not to believe in Jesus. God will never tell you that you're not worthy, that you are not um, a child of his. 
and he will never instruct you to sin. There are been people in this world that I have talked to and people have talked to me and, and they tell me about, oh, well, God talked, spoke to me and he told me this and he told me that. And you know what? We all have different ways that we communicate with God. I have a different way that I communicate. The way that, that God speaks to me is completely different than you and, and my wife and my family because God deals with us in different ways. But you know what? God has never told me anything negative in my life. God has never told me that, Royce, you're not worth this. You're not worth being saved. You're too much of a sinner. I've, I don't have no use for you. God has never done that. What he's done is he's done the opposite. He said, look, come to me. I'm here. All right, come and find that rest. Proverbs 6, 19, a false witness that speaks lies and that he sows discord among the brethren. Because you know why? God's voice will never cause a division between you and your brothers and your sisters in Christ. The Lord is about love and unity. God hates division and discord. He does not want his children to live in disunity. He wants them to love one another, and he wants us to work together in his ministry and be a family. He wants us to get along. He encourages us to live in peace toward one another. Any voice that, that encourages this division within the body of Christ is not God. And so uh, let me ask you this, all right? That right there about God's voice will never cause division among us. How many people do you know and how much voice and noise do you hear right now that is trying to cause that division between Christians? The world hates us, ladies and gentlemen. If you do not understand this, let me explain it. The world hates us. The world hates Jesus. And because he hates Jesus, he they hate us. And Jesus even said it to the disciples, says, you will be hated in my namesake. And yes, the world is coming after us in a big way, okay? So God's voice will never tell us to hate someone uh, in their sins and hate them. Matthew 5, 44, but I say to you, love your enemy and pray for those who, pers who persecute you. God won't tell you to hate someone because the Bible tells us to love our enemies as well as our neighbors. If you're hearing the voice encouraging you to hate you can resist and, and be reassured that that voice don't belong to the Lord. How many people and how many times have you sat there and you said, man, I just really, I, I just hear all this negativity about people and boy, I just hate this. I just hate this person. I just hate that. Well, if you're full, if you're, if you're truly a Christian and you're following the, the, the will and, and the word of the Lord, we're, we're told not to hate. We're told to love each other. We're told to love our enemies. Even though our enemies hate us, even though our enemies go out there and try to do harm to us, we are we are told to go out and love them. And I'll be honest with you, I, I can't sit here and say, hey, I'm perfect in all this. No way. Because you know what? There's times where I cannot live up to that. And I know that. And that's why I have to ask and I have to seek the help of the Lord. God's voice will never say to someone that they can't be saved. Second Peter 3, 9, the Lord is not slow about his promise as some count slowlessness, but patience towards you, not wishing any to perish, but all to come and repent. Salvation is, is God's will for all mankind. Doesn't matter if you're a Muslim, Hindu, atheist, or Buddhist. God wants everyone to come 
into the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. He wants all of us to spend eternity in heaven with him. God's voice will never tell you that someone can't be saved. We should continue to pray for our unsaved family, friends, and strangers, and even our enemies. And I know that's a tough one right there. How can you sit there and pray for someone who may be your enemy? And we all have loved ones that will not acknowledge Jesus. Some will acknowledge him and say, hey, he, yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, he's good. He, he did great things in the Bible. You know, it, it's a great book to read. But it's more than that. It's, it's about having that personal relationship, having that ability to have that relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ and know that one day when this body lays down into the earth, you'll lift your eyes into heaven. Okay? God's voice will never tell us to doubt his will, his word, or his way. James 1, 6, 7. But he must ask in faith without doubting for the ones who doubt is like a surf of the sea, driven and tossed by the winds for a man's, for that man ought not to expect that he receive anything from the Lord. Doubt never comes from God. Remember, when the serpent asked Eve, indeed, has God said, you shall not eat from the tree of the garden. Satan used the name and tactics that is used on us today. God, he wants to question God's instructions. He wants to doubt the Lord and disobey his voice. And God's voice will not tell us to ever doubt him. How many times have you had that thought creep in your head? I mean, you get people that challenging, challenges you on the scriptures. I get people that challenges me on the scriptures. When people are like, well, you know, the Bible says this and that. And how do you know it says it? Well, it's written. Well, it's it's been written by man for so many years. How do we know it's true? It's the word of God. It's the living word of God. Because let me tell you something. It does not matter how it's translated. Whether it be a King James Version. Whether it be a New International Version. Whether it be a uh, Life study application version, the scriptures still remain the same. And here's a little news fact for you, okay? A little fun fact about the Bible. Most Bible publishers, um, I think, I may I may mess the name up, um, Zatteron, I think is one of them, is the largest publisher of the Bible. And do you know that that organization is pretty much atheist? They don't believe in God. But they're printing the number one book in the world. They're printing the number one book that everyone around the world wants to get their hands on. So isn't it amazing? Isn't it a testimony to God on how he can use anybody to get his word out? All right. I, I just, I don't know how to, how to sum that up other than that's just always been amazing once I found that out. All right. Number eight, God's voice will never tell you to fear demons. Matthew 10, 28. Do not fear those who kill the body, for they're unable to kill the soul, but rather fear him that are able to stop to destroy both the soul and the body in hell. God will never tell Christians to fear demons. On the contrary, the Bible tells us 
that we should fear God. God alone deserves our reverence and our awe. As Christians, we are walking in the will of God and don't have any reason to be afraid of demons. Any voices that encourage us to fear demons isn't coming from the heart of God. And I can I can testify to that. All right. Just as I spoke earlier about suicides and I was talking about my days in the darkness, my days in the darkness was and I'm going to go ahead and tell you this, too. OK. All right. This April will be 23 years in the Lord's ministry. 23 years I've been in God's ministry. All right. But I've only been saved half of my life and I'm 50 years old. OK. A little over half. Because I was about 22, 23 years old-ish when I finally turned my life over to the Lord. I already went through three deployments in the military unsaved. I went through countless other things as an unsaved, a lost person in this world. Okay, Those days of darkness, those days of climbing in a bottle because I could not handle reality, those were the demons. That was the darkness that was creeping into my life. Those days where I sat in my barracks in the darkness and just listened to just music that just made me more and more depressed. Those wasn't things of God. But see, here's what I tried to tell people. This is my words of encouragement to people today, okay? God loves you. He loves you so much that he gave his only son for you. And I'm telling you, if God can take care of this guy right here and got me through the deployments and through the stuff I should have died for, I should have went to jail for, he'll take care of you. Okay, he will take care of you because, see, I knew God, but I didn't know God. I knew Jesus, but I didn't have a relationship with Jesus. Yeah, I read my Bible. I always carried my Bible everywhere I went. When I went to deployments, I carried my Bible. It was always with me. And I still have that Bible today that's put up because it has fallen apart from the travels that it's seen. But see, I used to read that because to me it was just a comforting book. These are good words. This is comforting book. This guy named Jesus is pretty cool. But it wasn't until I came to know him and came to the cross and received him as my savior and opened my heart up and said, Jesus, I am a sinner. Please come into my life. And that's when he came into my life. And that's when things changed for me. Now, is it all rosies and rainbows and sunshine? Absolutely not. Life has its ups and downs, and I'm never going to tell you that there is nothing but but harmony. No, there's ups and downs. And I'm going to tell you this, too, and I'm not trying to discourage anybody from becoming a Christian, but when you become a Christian, you get the, the largest target put on your back because now the devil has his focus put on you. You know why? Because think about this for a second, okay? Really, stop and think about this. If you know of a sinner, or if you've been a sinner yourself in the past and you now are saved or you're a sinner now, all right, if you're not living in the will of, of the Lord, the devil's not messing with you. Things are going probably pretty decent for the most part. But you know why? Because you're not on his radar. It's not until you get reborn and come into to, to the family of God that, that puts you on the radar and you become that really big red dot on the radar. And that's the ones that the devil loves to come after. Okay. But I'm here to tell you, we don't need to fear no demons. We don't even need to fear hell because if we're walking with Jesus and we're in the in the word of the Lord, he's got us. He's 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 going to take care of us because if you don't know the Bible and you don't know scriptures, let me go ahead and give you the ending of the story of the Bible. 
All right. I'm going to sum up the Bible here in a in a, a few words, quick, quick, dirty version of the Bible. God created the world. He created man and woman. Man and woman sinned, which brought sin into the world. What Adam did in the in the in the garden to separate God from man. Jesus came to this earth and he made a way to restore our relationship with God by going to the cross. Jesus then told all the disciples to go out and and make disciples of all nations. He was back from the dead. He he defeated death, hell and the grave. And the devil loses at the end. That's pretty much it. Because the devil wants to do nothing but destroy everything. But I'm telling you, at the end, if you read, the devil loses. Okay? So, number nine, God's voice will never tell you to disobey godly authority. Romans 13, 1 and 2. Every person is to be uh, be a subject to the governing authority. There are no authority except from God. And those which exist to establish by God, therefore... Whoever resists the authority has opposed the ordin- the ordinance of God, and they should be uh, they should have uh, opposed and received commendation on themselves. All right, we may not like it, or we may not enjoy God's authority, but we should obey it. Never, never, you know, we should obey it because the thing is, is this: God will never tell us to disobey authority all right because what did jesus tell the disciples when they were talking about um rome and all of that and he was talking about tithing he said render to caesar what belongs to caesar and and render to god what belongs to god because you know what yes we live on this world we live on this earth we have to pay taxes to the government Yes, the government authority. Do we always agree with the government authority? Absolutely not. Do we always agree with our local authorities? Absolutely not. But guess what? We are told by God to obey our authority here on this earth as we should obey our heavenly authority. All right. Lastly, God's voice will never tell you that he does not love you. 1 John 4.16 We have come to know and have believed that God or I'm sorry, believe that love, which is God has for us. God is love. And the one who abides in the love abides in God and God abides in him. For many years, people struggled to have the knowledge that God loves us. We didn't understand on how holy and just God's love could do. God's love can transform and change lives. All right. Satan has lies that will try to do everything he can to change you and move you away from what God wants for you. This is something that you need to understand. When the devil himself sits there and tells you that God doesn't love you, you're not worthy, you're not worth it. That's when you need to stand up and say, no, 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 God loves me. I know he loves me because we're all children of God. And see, that's what a lot of people don't understand. People from different faith and different religions and whether they're they're agnostic or, or atheist or whatever, we're all children of God. God loves us. Does he love us? What Does he love what we're doing? Absolutely not. He doesn't love the sin that we have in our lives. He doesn't like the fact that um, 
We have all of the social issues that are going on today. I'm not going to get into it. You know what I'm talking about, okay? We have so many social issues and social platforms that are going around that is confusing our, our country, confusing our uh, the people. And to be honest with you, God's not about confusion because the Bible tells us God is not the author of confusion. So if you're sitting there and you're confused and you don't know what to do and you don't understand what's going on, I'm here to tell you today that God loves you. All right. John 3.16, I read it at the beginning. I shared it with you. I share it again. God so loved the world, he gave his only son that whoever believed in him would never perish but have eternal life. I'm telling you, that's how much God loves you. That's how much he loves you, all right? So I want to thank all of you today um, for taking time to spend it with me. Um, This is about 30 minutes long, but on the Wisdom app, I'm going to go ahead and do a shout out. I'm going to go ahead and do that while I'm also doing this live. So if you want to uh, listen to the podcast later, you're more than welcome to do that. Uh, Jim, welcome to the show. Smith James, welcome. Miss Truly Julie, thank you so much. Um, loyal listener, always there. Uh, Lee, welcome to the show. Um, thank all of you guys um, for, for being here. I know that as far as wisdom, I haven't been on a whole lot, um, but I'll go ahead and give a quick update on why. Um, as some of you may know, Christmas morning, I woke up to broken pipes in my house and we just started the rebuild process earlier this week. Um, it's been a lot of back and forth, obviously, with insurance companies and stuff of this nature. It's usually the way it happens, but um, we're getting the house put back together. So that's one of the reasons why um, I haven't been on Wisdom and I haven't done an episode um, until today. So, but thank y'all so much. But listen, I don't know if you if you watch. Uh, gaming, streaming, or anything like this. But like I said, I'm going to bring this back. Uh, February 17th through the 24th is a 30-hour streaming challenge to raise funds for Stop Soldier Suicide. Okay? So I want to encourage all of you guys, if you you do any streaming or you watch streaming, you do gameplay or whatever, my gaming tag um, is Fool's. 72. Okay. And please, if you want to support a great cause, once again, I want to invite you to come and support Stop Soldier Suicide. And like I said, um, I'll put a link in the today's episode and I will put it to wisdom because if you guys can donate and give, by all means, please do. Every little bit helps because I'm telling you, as a proud veteran of 10 years, This is something that's truly dear to my heart because, like I said, I've seen it. I've seen it in the military, but I've also seen it in the fire service where I spent nearly 20 years. I've seen good firemen take their lives for reasons that I I couldn't explain. Okay, so I've had family members also take their lives and suicide. So suicide has, has hit my family extremely hard. I'm, I'm very aware of it. And, and being a, a former in the public safety world, I've responded to unfortunate numbers of suicides. So I know what it does to families. So will you please, please help support this, this great cause? Um, because like I said, it's, it's, it's a sad disease. It's a sad disease. That's all I could say. All right. So, you know, I'm doing this because 
when our nation calls upon our men and women, they answer. And so therefore it should be our turn to answer. Because I want to join this fight to reduce military suicide rates. I don't think husbands or wives or, or children or moms or dads, aunts or uncles should be living knowing that their loved ones succumb to this, this bad disease. All right. So please, please give if you can. All right. So thank you so much um, for being here today. I had a few more listeners hop on. I want to make sure I recognize them. Scott, welcome to the show. Dr. Rowe, thank you. Welcome to the show. Um, Thank y'all for taking time out of your busy schedule, really. Um, Thank you so much. Uh, And may God bless each and every one of you, okay? And so I hope you have a great Saturday. Enjoy the the weekend. And I should be back on Wisdom uh, Monday morning. So if you are up and you need something to do early in the morning as I do a ride to work, I will be on and you're more welcome to join me. Also, let me uh, encourage all of you to subscribe, follow, and share. Subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on our social media at Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, and share us with your friends and family. Um, if you want to reach out to me, you can by Jesus and a Cup of Joe at gmail.com. I also have a website uh, named Jesus and a Cup of Joe.com where I have a donation uh, page for the ministry, and I also have a merchandise page. So if you're interested in something like that, and also, hey guys. It is Valentine's Day weekend, okay? So make sure you take your loved ones out, love on them, and show them how much you truly care. I'm not a big big guy on Valentine's Day because I'm one of these people. I don't believe you should only take one day out of the entire year to tell your your spouse on how much you love them. You should be doing it year around. Um, but it is Valentine's Day, so hey, guys, treat treat your loved ones. All right, take them out, treat them. You know, and, and let and have a great, great uh, weekend. And I hope all of you guys have a happy Valentine's Day. Okay, so as I get out of here, it's very simple. You always, always, always start your day with Jesus and a cup of Joe. God bless. <laughs>